Welcome back to another episode of Miked Up with Mike O'Shea. I'm your host, O'Shea. Now we've reached the month of August. We have football this week. We had the Hall of Fame game with Cowboys and Steelers. Our Bank Season 2 just came out. I'll eventually watch that and give you the review. Today's also the GOAT, Tom Brady's birthday, 44. In Conquering for all the time, as usual. But moving on, we had some exciting things come up Miked Up. I'm hitting the road to Florida next week with my brothers. We have an episode there. We'll, uh, we also have some exciting guests lined up, giving you some variety of content. I know some things have been sports heavy, but uh, we're trying to get the best content out to you. So get ready, lay back, relax, and get ready for episode three coming at you. Let's go! Welcome back. I'm joined by my two esteemed friends, Blake Meir and Quinn Fuentes. Fellas, how we doing? Doing great, man. Glad to be here, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, brother. All right. Let's get right into it, man. I met both you boys at Christian Brothers. The gentleman to my left, Quinn Fuentes, I met in fifth grade. The gentleman to my right, I met in Blake Meir. I want to start off with a story, you know? So, August 2010. That's I'm starting Christian Brothers. You know... It was kind of a change, you know, coming from St. Dominic. I'm not sure where I was going to be, you know, what the future hold. You know, I was a little nervous. You know, I had doubts. I don't know. But, you know, and then this guy, Quinn Fuentes, called me up and said, hey, uh, you want to come sleep over at my house? I'm like, sure, you know. I know what happened, you know. And, hey, you took a chance on me, man. Ever since that, man, our friendship has blossomed. And, you know, he's one of the things that made Christian was so great. So thank you, brother. No problem, man. What, Thank what you. made you want to take a chance on a, kid, a guy like me? Um, guy like you, man. Um, something about you, man. Or something like that on you. Um, something different about you, you know. It something really struck my, struck my. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Interest. Struck my interest. Yeah. Um, different, but different in a good way, you know. Really, really made me want to reach out, ask you to come sleep over, and then. Clearly, it paid off, you know. Yeah, I think clearly, clearly it was a great decision. You're talking about like, hey, let's we have one more person invited. You. Like, you're like, someone's funny. You're like, Shay. Shay, what a funny guy. Yeah. What a guy. Funny, good night, and I think plays the FIFA. Then uh, I think I was so pissed I, when I finally got my goal. I think I let my pants down. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, it's underwear. Memory bank himself. Yeah, I, people know me. I can remember. I can remember a lot. That's been going over the past couple weeks. Stuff for content and uh, begin a lot of it back, but uh, we'll get to you, Blake, when we later. But um, let's talk about um, Mr. D. That was our homeroom teacher. He's oh, the greatest teacher, greatest the, teacher I've ever had. By that's far. yeah, I easily the greatest teacher I've ever had. He met. He can just relate to us so much, and he can give like a great story too. Absolutely. Yeah, I still just remember stuff about him today, and that class was something special. It's just it's unbeatable. So it's the only word I can think of is unbeatable. There's no great teacher I've ever had than mm-hmm. Mr. Deeth himself. I know, and now he might be the principal of St. Martin's now. Really? Yes, I think so. He he was the under, he was like middle school, and the principal now who's above, I think just left, and he's like the interim right now, so you could very well be there. How long has he been there? He, what, he left right when, after seventh grade. Right after we left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. So he's been there for 
Seven years? Oh, yeah, eight. seven, eight years. Yeah, kind of crazy. It's working his way up. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, no better man for the job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now, Blake, we met in sixth grade. That was your first year at Christian Mothers. That we is met, correct. We Mr. Ecker, the, the muscle man himself. He, he, he was a teacher, and he also did CrossFit on the side. Yeah, he was the uh, he was the face of CrossFit for us, according to us. <laughs> yeah, remember when we we walked into class and eating like raw eggs? Yeah, yeah, he 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 was something. Uh, it was my first introduction to uh, to CrossFit um, and to just being yoked and just not settling, I guess. So I, I enjoyed him as a teacher, but uh, he was definitely definitely something new. Yeah, it was nice. We we watched history, like we watched movies in history class. Yeah, he, he didn't know much about teaching, <laughs> but uh, he he knew how to how to get us hyped up, and you know, I guess I guess that's part of being a good teacher is just getting people excited about what they're learning. So. I'm pretty sure we yeah, we watched Thor Day After Tomorrow and like like a kind of like a 300 movies. Yeah, it was the off brand 300. But <laughs> yeah. it was it was definitely interesting. That's what we did. That's that's mm-hmm. what we did, and that's what he liked, and. You know, we we enjoyed it. I mean, who doesn't want to spend forty five minutes watching that stuff? <laughs> so, and uh, uh, Quinn, you were in six M. It was indeed it. yes. I love. There's a good quote from my boy Pastor Man. You know, six E was we were doing CrossFit games. The rest of the classes were playing this game War. Really describe that. And six uh, M was uh, grading papers. Hey man, somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> Why not make your students do it? You know, if yeah. it was easy, everybody would do it. You know. Sure. Uh, and then all of us had 7C together. That was a blast. Yeah. 7C. I was able to sit by, wow. I think, both of y'all at least at one point. Yeah. That was the culmination yeah. of a uh, middle school right there. <laughs> and then we're one story. We we're talking about this before. Is one day we're taking a math exam, and then Noel Vargas started <laughs> puking everywhere. He's go. He makes a V line. He makes a whole line <laughs> to the bathroom. Y'all can describe it. Yeah. He uh, he had one too many bacon, egg, and cheese that morning. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we were taking our math exam and, you know, me personally, I'm not very good at math. So I, I really appreciated his, uh, his effort to get us out of there. Right there with you, man. Yeah. But, right uh, you. you know, he, uh, he stands up, we all look over him. He's a big guy, so it's kind of hard to miss. So, you know, you look over and you see this guy just, you know, spewing bacon, egg and cheese. <laughs> like, Disgusting. Like he put his hands over his his mouth, but that didn't do much to to, to stop. And he's trying to open the door, and it's like going oh all yeah, over. you know he's, oh. he's standing by the door, just hands over his mouth, you know, trying to open the door. I I don't know what he was thinking. Um, it's coming out everywhere. You know, there's 30 of us in the room, fairly small room. It it does not smell good. And uh, you know he, our teacher ends up walking to the door, open it for him. Bless his heart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mr. Kamiski, shout out to you. He opens the door, guy gets out, you know. I'm still doing fucking times tables over here. <laughs> and uh, it smells like it. Uh, we I all bolted. It. We all bolted. Yeah, yeah. no. So uh, our teacher eventually goes, you know, uh, you know, just stop. Everybody stop. You know, let's, let's get out of here. So we walk out the room, and, you know, it, it, it's horrible in there. We stopped the, the exam, middle of the exam. He's like, oh, we'll take it later. Don't worry. Just go in the gym, which is right next to our classroom. So we walk in the gym and, you know, eventually just, you know, have like basically a free period. And we're all like, oh, we don't take our math exam. It's awesome. And we got out of it for the time, time being. But, you know, that was a very interesting uh, 
Probably a little, little dodgeball, huh? A little yeah, we played yeah, a little, little battle, battle ball. ball you know, yeah. Yeah. We'll just say dodgeball for a That is still one of the most foul things. <laughs> Shout out Vargas. Yeah. Shout out Vargas. Yeah. I would have had like an 80 before. I think he brought me up to a 90 <laughs> with the break. You know, I gave my wow. brain a rest. But. I'll never forget the uh, the interlocking fingers. <laughs> and it's spewing between. I don't between. know what he was thinking, oh, man. man. How do you Throw open up. the door Dude, while you just throw it up through your hands? The vomit spewing. I think I'm like back to his desk, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spewing I mean, through every crevice. Thank God. Of his hand. You know, we're lucky. Spewing. I mean, you were an S, Mike. Uh... I'm an M. This guy's an F. We were we sat in alphabetical order to our viewers. We I don't think, know. No, I think I was like. You were next to us. I was next to. I was like a row over. We. I think we were pretty. We were pretty decent viewers. So you're you're like really close. S T U V. Well, no, I think he moved us by then. So we might been like second quarter. Well, I'm just making sure you didn't you didn't take some to the to the dome with that. No, but I definitely saw that and I'm still. I think a lot of people that that room also they're cursed. Yeah, for sure. But another, never, that will never leave my memory, man. No. Another thing I want to talk about is, Blake, me and you made a Super Bowl bet that year. It was the uh-huh. 49ers versus the Ravens. Ravens. Yes, yeah, I know you're talking about. We yeah. made a bet. So here was a bet. Loser, whoever, so whoever won, loser, had to wear a dress and put us on Instagram. And, and this is a crazy game. The Ravens were up, and now, then the lights went out. Niners almost came back. And then the Ravens go on stand. I was so happy that day. So, yeah, I, I decided to pick the 49ers because I went to the NFL experience um, that year because uh, uh, Michael did Super. not mention uh, the Super Bowl was in New Orleans. It was, so yeah. It was a little more, uh, it was a little more, you know, had a little more steam behind it. Um, you know, there's a little more backing it out. A lot of people were picking teams. You know, obviously the Saints weren't in it, but it was in New Orleans, so there, there was a lot of hype around the city um, just about the game in general. And, you know... I went to NFL experience uh, with my boy Quinn. I think he was there. Yeah, um, actually, the one thing I remember from that is uh, bad stomach pains. Yeah, so yeah. I actually, speaking of that, I got the yeah. flu during the NFL experience. Really? Um, we were also with Tucker, um, you know, rest his soul. But... Rest his soul? <laughs> not dead. To all, to all the listeners out there, he's alive and well. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. He, he's not friends with us anymore, but uh, yeah, anyway. So I went to the NFL Experience and I got a jersey. Um, do you remember what jersey? It was a linebacker. Patrick Willis. Yes. Yeah. Correct. It was a Patrick Willis jersey. I got a Ray Lewis jersey too. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we were linebacker versus linebacker here. Um, I don't really know why I wanted the 49ers to win, um, but I picked them to win, and you know the lights went out. They still didn't win, so it was a little unfortunate. Um, so I had to post. Uh, picture of me with the dress on the gram. Um, pretty bad. So very, very unfortunate. I'd rather it seem Mike in a dress, but you know, yeah. things happen. So. Yeah, you can see my dress time, but I dress wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, what was that thing? I was thinking about. What was it like that thing every year? It was like all the classes competing in. What was it called? Uh, Spirit Day. Spirit Day. Yeah. Spirit Day. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. I've heard those were a lot of fun. I, we never won in those fifth grade. We I think that was our best run. We got. Like, Third or something. I don't remember. The only like real event I remember is one the the uh, like the blow up like obstacle course or whatever. Yeah. You go, like, and then uh, the egg toss. Egg I don't toss. know what else there was, but I remember it, like being greatest greatest day of the year. You know. Oh, uh, I think there were, what was the um tug of war. Tug of war. Just tug of war. Um, dang, what else was there? Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah, Christmas is a good time, man. It's a great time. Yeah, and then 
um, I love fish and rose. So fish and rose is like it was, yeah. When you were like a fish, but it was like no. you go day with your dad and stuff. Wasn't like couldn't you actually fish that? It was like a little. Yeah, you go the next day, but it was like more of a um, yeah. a bunch of games stuff. Bring your dad and stuff. Um, yeah, and one of the times it was after Blake gave me a bloody nose. We we're playing King of the Hill. Give me it bopped right in my nose. First bloody nose I've ever had. Gotta yeah. be the king, brother. I don't know what to say about that. Can't take the heat, huh? Yeah, got the case. <laughs> yeah. No, Mike. I don't really remember that uh, to all the listeners out there, but you know, uh, uh, was it seventh grade? Yeah, or no, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was, that was about ten <laughs> years, or nine years ago. You know. Yeah. You know, we've made up since then, but it's kind of reminds me. It's Chris Farley. There's a great skit. Chris Farley on SNL is like. He, it's a joke he's running shows like hey you remember that one time and like that and just nothing is blatant it's just my mom totally made that joke so I know she'd be happy I said that but I can't remember that because I remember a lot of stuff but I know this guy's it's kind of it takes him a second to kind of get bring back but well we'll move on from there you know um, let's talk about um, oh we had our Disney trip was upgrade that was our dad it's a lot of fun I will talk about uh Quinn, he, his uncle came, and he was the Fast Pass king. I'll let you take that floor from there. Oh, uh, well, back in the day, that's what, talking about the time you're talking about. With the, uh, yeah, the old school Fast Pass, the paper Fast Pass. Oh, king. My uncle was, was a cheat code. So <laughs> the Fast Pass machine, how it used to work, you used to get your, used to get your, little, uh, your little card to enter the park, right? And you'd put it in the machine. I think you'd get like a certain amount per day. And it like, if you try to put it in the machine, get a fast pass. It was like one every hour, right? I think it was something like that. And like, if you tried to get too many, you wouldn't get a fast pass out of the machine. But all you had to do was put your card in and it just gave you a paper fast pass. So, just like these machines all over the park in front of each ride or whatever. And on the back side of all the machines, there was a button for the workers. Because if you had trouble getting a fast pass, the machine was broken. They go to the like the back side of the machine, press the button, they give you a fast pass. Mm-hmm. So my uncle found out there was a button, and what he would do when we go get fast passes, it was he'd kind of like put his elbow on the top of the machine, kind of lean over, and just kind of <laughs> casually slide his hand on the back of the machine and press the button. And if you held it down, it wouldn't it wouldn't stop shooting at fast passes. <laughs> so all you had to do was go up with a group of like 10, 15 people, you know, cause a little little scene around the thing, you know, cover up, cover the back machine, nobody knows what's going on. Meanwhile, my uncle's holding down the button, shooting out like 20 fast passes, you know? I remember we'd walk by, he's like, I had this oh, many fast yeah. passes. What, what time you want to go? What ride yeah. you want to oh go? He's got them all, yeah. right? Dude, it was the best. Yeah. Was um, it's unbeatable. And you've had, you're big Disney guy, how many times have you been? Uh, countless. I, I honestly couldn't even tell you, man. And you went to Club 33, which is like the all-exclusive Disney. Club 33 is elite. Tell me a little more about Very it. Very elite. So it's it's just I don't want to get too into it, but um, it's a very uh, exclusive club for the Disney goers, and my uncle and his his family are members. And what you do is I think there's I want to say four people that get um, unlimited fast passes any day of the year. You go to Disney World and you just get limited fast passes. Like whenever you want to go, literally hop on a plane tomorrow and go and you get limited fast passes. And then there's also a secret Club 33 like lounge in every single park that are in like I don't want to say normal doors, but like 
a door that you would pass, you wouldn't think anything about. Like certain knock, like. Was it? They have their bands or whatever. Yeah. It's all banned now. So you scan your band and you just it opens up to the secret club and there's one in every park. And it's just like this really sick lounge, very exclusive, very exclusive stuff here, you know, Club Thirty Three. It's pricey, but definitely worth it if you're if you're a big Disney guy, like, like myself, that. you know. I'm not like that. I'm more, you know, I love I have a great time with Disney, but you know, I I want to try the world. You know, that, no, no hey problem. man, no, there's, a, there's a wonderful park called Epcot. <laughs> Travel the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've done the what? Drink every country before? Oh, absolutely. It's a blast. You, there's no, you I mean, there's no way you're walking in a straight line once you get out of the, the last country. You know, it's just impossible. Now let's switch gears. So now y'all worked for the company Cutco or is it a different name on it. But you take the reins from here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I got a call when I was, I think I was 14 or something. You know, saying 17 dollars an hour. Um, you know, work from home. Flexible on, schedule. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All this type of shit. And, you know, I show up to, to an interview uh, the next year when I was 16 because, you know, I think that's when you can get employed uh, legally. But uh, I show up, you know, do an interview, obviously get the job. Uh, and, you know, that summer was very interesting. Um, I actually still use my, uh, my Cutco job on my resume, and somehow people are still impressed by it. But... It is an interesting job. Basically, you just go to your parents' friends and sell knives. And don't get me wrong, these knives are elite. Like, these knives are crazy. These are lifetime. Yeah, yeah literally. Lifetime no, guarantee. These, these knives are crazy. But the thing is, you start out making 10% of your sales. And the cheapest set for Cutco is $1,000. And so, obviously, they expect you to talk to your family first and sell them a $1,000 knife set. So you make a hundred bucks and you know, it seems like a lot when you're 16, but no, I mean, 10% of a thousand dollars is not a lot. Like they're taking 900 bucks out of you straight out of your pocket. And until you make sell $30,000 worth of shit, you're not making much. So once you sell 30, 30 grand, then, then you make 30%. So it, it's great after that. Um, but at least the companies they're hiring 15, 16 year olds. Uh, selling to their families and you know, they're taking they're taking racks off of them and are You know, they reward you with stuff too. So it's like you have incentive. So um, we, uh, Quinn and I uh, I think I got Quinn hooked. So that's that's kind of on me. Yeah, it's on you, man. Yeah, you give them the info and they call you. Yeah, they call yeah, you too. No, they, literally the first the first couple uh, I guess week or so you're there they, uh, they, they ask if they can have your contacts and you're like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Contact all of them. I'm sure they'd love to work here. But my problem was, uh, at, at the time I had my mom's contacts on my phone. So they were, they were texting and calling people that are, you know, 40 years old, asking them if they want to work for this company <laughs> and the people that are answering my mom's friends are like, no, I don't need a job. You know, I've been working for 30 years like I'm I'm good and so that that was a little bit of an issue but uh honestly I'll get to the point the most interesting part was uh, if you sell 10,000 in, in a month basically it's like they have this summer push or whatever but if you if you sell 10,000 during that time they basically take you on the trip of a lifetime which is basically just 
a uh, hotel in New Orleans um, where <laughs> where they they buy a hotel room for everybody uh, totally free I mean grant uh, let me remind you we're 16 like <laughs> you're not supposed to be drinking or at least like people providing you drinks at 16 but now we're, we're on this like party bus they're buying us drinks they bring us to a Brazilian steakhouse all in the house they spend like 10,000 swipe it on the card I mean come on this should not be legal but anyway they, they're, they're doing that stuff and we're, we're at this hotel room like after party and uh, what my manager walks up to me and says hey do you want a shotgun with the the uh, president of vector marketing and I was like uh, yeah for sure for sure this dude's like 60 years old and I'm like yeah man yeah let's do it we're shotgunning with 60 year old dude we're 16 I mean it was just insane so you know it, it's a great time but you make a little money uh, definitely a pyramid scheme yeah pyramid scheme <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's not it's not legal um, but you know you make a little money you have a little fun so that that was my experience of vector marketing I don't think they sell more like What's people get them like? They're not going to buy more. No, yeah. I, I'm it's still a, getting calls from these people. So yeah, it's, it's a lifetime guarantee. It's, you kind of run out of clients eventually. You have yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, like the, the summer after, people like, they're storming sales. Yeah. Because, I mean, once you, I mean, you, you find your initial clients, which is your family, and then who else do you go to? Yeah, your parents only have so many friends. So right. That's why they got to keep reaching out to different people. And then when you start running into your parents' friends who are friends of other people doing it, yeah. then they've already been run through. So, you know. Can't really do much, man. Especially lifetime guarantee. It's, it's great and all, but it also stops your sales. How's your sale, fella? Um, a, a little fun time, a little VIP night, man. <laughs> a little Fogo de Chow. You told me it was kind of overrated, right? What? Fogo de Chow. No, I love that place. Someone told me it was like overrated. Uh, you, that, you that was me. That was yeah. me. I'm not a big fan of Fogo de Chow. I mean, I mean it, I was, it's okay. But you're paying eighty dollars a person. It's I don't think it's worth it. Uh, I mean, dude, it's like a golden corral. It's like a golden corral on steroids. <laughs> I mean, you walk up and get your fucking salad. Yeah, it's it's not all that. I think it's I, I think I liked it because it was like probably the first experience of like a you know you sit there and you have your. Your like your green light kind of and your red light. Yeah. Green light means keep bringing food. Red lights kind of stop. You know. So it's not the first experience. It's not like an all-inclusive. Obviously, you paid for. It. I mean, we didn't pay for it, but you kind of sit there and you just keep letting food keep coming. You know, I thought it was a cool experience, but I was also like sixteen, so good stuff. Yeah. Now, um, let's go more uh, just college, sir. Um, Blake, you go to Baylor University. Talk about yeah. What well, people like the uh, about uh, my previous one about swing experience stuff. Mm-hmm. So talk about your experience going to Ash State and yeah. going to Baylor. Um, well, I uh, actually listened to the podcast on my way in from uh, from Waco, and you know I, I have some similar takes as Schwing does about his uh, his college experience. Um, I really enjoyed um, just going out and meeting new people. Um, you know, all all I'm actually the first person in my family to go outside of Louisiana for uh, for college, and you know I, I know to some people that doesn't seem like like a big deal. But I have a huge uh, family, like my cousins and stuff. They all went to LSU, LA Tech, UNL, all that kind of stuff. So for me, going going out of state was was um, is really the only option. I, I thought about Tulane. Um, my mom works there. Could have gone for free. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's just something that I didn't really want to do. And, you know, going out of state, I've met so many different people and have so many different perspectives on just like life and, you know, how people are are brought up and all this kind of stuff. Um, And I've really just learned that, um, you know, New Orleans isn't it. Louisiana isn't. It's not like... How do I phrase it? Center of the universe? Yeah, exactly. Um, And that's no knock on my friends who've stayed because obviously everyone has a different path. But uh, Weird giving the middle finger to him. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has a different path and I think I I chose the right path. And, you know, shout out to all the people that I've made friends with that, you know, I I never would have known if I would have stayed home. How about a shout out to the girls who are going to listen to this? We have Olivia, we have Katie, we have Gina, um, Christina. Great group of gals. I was able to have the honor of going to Baylor twice to meet these lovely gals. Yeah, yeah, great group there, man. That's that's nice to have a support system like that, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, shout out to them. Uh, They uh, around the, at least my friends are known as the great white girls. Um, (laughs) You know, they're they're little, they're they're sharks. It is what it is, but, um, you know, I've really enjoyed meeting them. And, you know, they're there for me every day, and I really appreciate that. And, you know, they're kind of my home away from home, and, you know, it, it makes me happy that, that I met them. And it just, every day, it just confirms my decision that I was ready to go away because, obviously, I love all the people that, you know, I wouldn't say left behind, but I know in New Orleans. And, um, you know, I've made new friends over there, and especially my fraternity brothers. Shout out, uh, shout out them, Delta Tau Delta. But uh, yeah, everybody that I've met, I love them a lot, and you know, I wouldn't have that experience if I if I would have been too scared to branch out. So shout out Pat, dude, that's a guy right there. That's yes, sir. One of the best. Hey, love. I've had able to honor meet a couple people on the train, but Pat, he's the guy. He's, yes, sir. I hope you listen to us. If Pat, chat Pat. Yeah, Fat Pat, I'll listen. <laughs> Pat, uh... that's his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk about. Come off Baylor national champs. Come yes, off sir. that. Talk about that. Being well, being there. You know, I uh, you know I thought we were gonna win the Natty uh, two years ago. Um, you know, COVID hit, screwed our chances. Uh, uh, we were in. We we're at the beach, and that was when you know the uh, the conference championships got canceled. The uh, March Madness got canceled, and I was just like, damn, man, we had the best team. The best team I've ever seen um, in basketball, at least. Um, you know, all these guys, I was worried they weren't going to come back. But we got we got all our starters back. We only lost two guys. Uh, and, you know, at that point, I was like, look, if these guys are coming back, we, we can do it. And, you know, when I got back to school, you know, I, I started watching all the games. Um, and shit, we, we, looked, we looked incredible. And these guys fought through COVID. They fought through everything. They couldn't go to parties. They couldn't come out. They couldn't do anything. But they were dedicated to one goal, and that was the Natty. And these dudes went to, what, Indianapolis, I guess, for the Final Four. Bubble, yeah. Yeah, they went to the bubble, man. They couldn't hang out with anybody. They couldn't see anybody. They were dedicated to one thing, and these dudes came out and just took names. And, and dominated. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Like, I, going to the Natty, man... I, I was worried. I, I didn't think... I knew they had it, but, I mean, Gonzaga was a five-point favorite. 
Um, Vegas is usually pretty spot on. Undefeated, too. Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost a game. I know they had an, were in a shitty conference, but, I mean, dude, Drew Timmy. Um, Jalen Sugg. Jalen Sugg, Jolie Yai. I mean, they had a squad, and, you know, we just came out there, and we were up 9-0, and we didn't look back. Closest it was was, like, eight points. And that, honestly, I'll say it right now, that night when we won the Natty was the best night in my life. Like, it was insane. Like, Waco's a small town. We... I mean, we party a little bit, but it's never anything crazy. And, dude, that night, the city was electric. Like, burning couches. We were burning couches. We, I was chopping it up with the damn cops. Like, dude, I asked the cop, I said, when's the last time you've seen Waco like this? And he's like, oh, yeah, like 2000, 2016 or 17 when the women won the the natty. And I was like, that's cat as fuck. Like, <laughs> I, w- I was a freshman. Like, it was fun. But, like, dude, no one was burning couches. No one was going crazy. I waited in line in a bar for 45 minutes. Couldn't even get to the front. So I said, screw it. There was a block party. People jumping on roofs. I mean, dude, it was insane. Because that's, that's the first real national championship Baylor's had. And it'll probably be the last for a minute. But, no, it was insane, bro. Like, I wouldn't trade that knife for anything. And you had a lot of players, too, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't really know how, but, you know, when I get a little drunk, I start I start getting a little more confident. So, I like to talk to some of the players. And, you know, the thing at Baylor is, this is one of the reasons I love it so much. Everybody's so close. Like, the basketball team will roll up to our parties and like if you go talk to one of the basketball players like they're not gonna blow you off they're not like oh this guy sucks like nah they'll they'll talk to you and uh they'll hang out with you and so we had we had a party one time or a darty really and uh this guy flo thamba was at the party and i was like shit bro can i take a picture with you and he was like yeah man for sure so i took a picture with them i was like yo where you live all this shit and uh, he actually ended up living in the same place that I lived. So we ended up playing horse a few times. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty cool now. Uh, I wouldn't say we're like besties. But, you know, when Mike came up there uh, last year, right? It was last year? Yeah. Excuse Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> Keep uh, going. Yeah. I bet the Yeah. I did yeah. So, so last year he came up and uh, it was like, it was during the summer, so not a lot of the guys are in town. But one of my friends, Jordan Turner, he's going to be a beast this year. Watch out for him. But uh, he ended up coming to play pickup with us. And he may or may not have dunked on Mike. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he had a good time. Uh, and, you know, I've talked to a few of the guys on the football team. I mean, it's just that's one of the things I love about Baylor is everybody just so close. And, uh, you know, especially the basketball team. I mean, after the – the national championship. They had dudes going out. Where I'd walk up to them, be like, "Yo, bro, congrats!" And you know, they're they're just really appreciative of people that like appreciate them. And it's definitely something that's hard to do, and especially in March Madness. I mean, there's 160, 70 teams that are fighting for number one, and you know, obviously we were lucky enough to come out on top this year. And guys are still appreciative that we're saying congrats and stuff. So that's that's really what I love about Baylor. We went to play a basketball game with one, uh, with one of the players. Who was it? Yeah, the guy that dunked on you. That's what I was saying. Uh, he didn't dunk on me. <laughs> According to Mike. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I was on the same team. I was 
Dishing him assists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might have been it. My bad, guys. Yeah, that might have been Noose who got dunked on. Yeah, you threw him the oob. Maybe, Sorry. yeah. It was, we had Noose got dunked on? Probably. This guy Damn. was good, man. It was balling slides. Yeah, he, he was legit, but, you know, he, we'll see him next year. I, I shouted him out already. You heard it here first. McManus is a shitty rim protector. <laughs> <laughs> I quit on you before, you know, since Blake had. We were one of the problems yeah, that it went to LSU. You know. But uh, I, you've had a good experience so far there? Um, Yeah, it's been a good experience. Um, I obviously can't relate to Blake in going out of state and meeting, like, a whole basically new family, but... I've still enjoyed my time staying in state, you know, staying with Michael Shea, staying with Ethan Jones, staying with Joseph DiGiovanni and Sebastian Aguilar, freshman year. What a freaking squad that was in Spruce, you know. Love him too. Pino. Pino, Pino, Pino. <laughs> what a guy. But, yeah, Spruce was, uh, was a hell of a time. You know, I'll never forget that time. That take five, bro. Was- uh, take five chicken tenders, unmatched. Mm-hmm. But um, back in freshman year, you know, prime Fortnite. Wow, only get me started. Y'all play for hours, bro. Prime Fortnite, Prime Game of Thrones, you know. Great show. Oh, dude. We didn't convince you, bro. You're like, ah, oh, no. I was, man. I will admit, I was hesitant at first, you know. Because mm-hmm. I used to think it was all this little fantasy bullshit. I didn't want to get into that. It wasn't for me. And then mm-hmm. I eventually gave in, and to, to the day I die, I will, I will forever say it's the greatest show on television. And they blew it. They blew season eight. No, man. come on, man. Dude, no, come on. No. No, I, the way they ruined it, man. Just like, come on, Brandon what? Stark is the uh, king's. Like, who is a better story? No, it's Jon Snow. He has the best story. Or Daenerys. Gotta, she come all the way. They go and, back to the wall, man. It's a, that is his story. Hold on, my dog, man. Hold the door. That was that was one of the greatest episodes of the show, man. Hold the door. Yeah. Hold the door. <laughs> we we have a guy in case show called Hold the Door. Who's that? Uh. Yeah, we got Tyler Fishbone. We call him Hodor. We got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a common thing around. He's got the longest. Are you a Game of Thrones thing. guy, Blake, or what? No, I, I watched it with you. I'll say it, man. I, not invested. I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Did you get it? You just kind of like you said, listen. How many eight. seasons are there? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm straight. The only the the only seasons that many seasons I watched is Grey's Anatomy. Come on, man. What is that like, bro? like 20 fucking seasons, dude? 17, brother. 17? It's still running, huh? Yeah, I'm caught up. That is literally sick in the head. <laughs> it's double the freaking length. But they killed kill a lot of characters like Game of Thrones, too, right? Or yeah, but it's a freaking show about a hospital, not freaking yeah. dragons and shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of done now, but, you know, Graves People are getting freaking... This whole year, blown away by dragons in this show. This People whole past year, I've watched. I caught up. I watched seven. Or I started season three because I already seen it. But mm-hmm. three to seventeen this whole year, I, I caught up. So you know all the lingo, doctors. You know, we need a CC here. We need. Yeah, we need a fucking yeah. I know. <laughs> I get. I honestly might go to med school now. No way, huh? Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I could, though. I know I'm what that is. My first two guests, they said, oh, it's time for them, Kat. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Trading yeah. push it back. I'm going to take the MCAT. Trading is pushing it back? The MCAT. I'm going to take the MCAT. Yeah. I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shows, you're a big Ozark fan, and we have a little nugget you can want to tell us if you want. Yeah, a little nugget. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of Ozark, I'm sure most of our listeners have either heard of Ozark. Most of y'all probably watched it. Uh... My dad's actually, right now, as we speak, um, running security for Ozark. So he's in Atlanta. That's where it's filmed, if y'all didn't know. 
Uh, he's running security for Ozark. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go visit him in a couple of days and see what it's about. They're, uh, they treat their people right. Um, you know, he, he's getting paid a lot of cheese for this. And, uh, you know, they pay for everything from their gas to meals to everything. And uh, I'm going to go see what it's all about. And if y'all didn't know, it's the last season of Ozark. I'm, uh-huh. sure, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, Emmy award winning. Yeah, I mean, it's a great show. I mean, it keeps you... It's one of those shows that keeps you engaged every episode. My parents say it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, literally every episode, you're like, what the hell's going on? But, yeah, so this is the last season. They're wrapping up filming uh, in a month. Um, so... Season season four should be out in probably like six six or seven months. I know it's, it seems like a while, but um, yeah, that'll be the last season. They're looking for a new show after that. Uh, but I'll, uh, if I find out any, any more information while I'm up there, I'll, uh, I'll let y'all know. How does uh, one land a job like that? Like yeah, how does it get like positioned over there? Yeah, I'll, uh, I think I can reveal that. Um, yeah, I know. There's certain information yeah, 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 you can yeah, detail, yeah. and there's some secretive. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I I should be able to explain it, uh, you know, legally. But uh, so, so. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, oh, oh I'm oh. sorry. Keep going. Come on. Keep Calm going. down. Uh, no. So my dad, uh, my dad is, is friends with this guy. Uh, I think I don't know how he met this guy. I think he might have been an ex state trooper. But then I'm starting a uh, production company. And so he, uh, once he started a production company and got a bunch of money for it, because production companies cost a lot of money, uh, he has a connection. So his connections led him to Black Hat Productions, who produce Ozark. And um, basically the guy was like, yeah, you need, like, you, you want a little extra money, you want a little overtime kind of shit. And my dad was like, yeah, for sure. He's like, what did you got in mind? He's like, yeah, uh, Ozark needs some security on set. And he's like, my dad's like, yeah, for sure. I'll take it. So basically my dad's going up there for a month, getting 30K uh, just to stand there and make sure nothing bad happens. So my dad's friend hooked him up. And, uh, That's good stuff. Yeah, hopefully my dad will my dad'll have some more connections after, uh, after the show ends. So we'll see. Speaking of Netflix shows, uh, Quinn, did you finish Outerbanks? We were talking about it earlier. Uh, I actually did not. I'm actually currently on episode 7. Oh, uh, I finished it. If you're 7 right of here. 10. No spoilers, huh? No spoilers. Seven seven. No spoilers, but... Uh, no spoilers here. No, no, no. Worth the watch? Oh, it's oh, definitely absolutely. worth the watch. You gotta start at season 1. I'd uh, say... Uh, Yo, know, Mike, let me, let me give you a little take here. I think that Outer Banks is, is basically the same thing as Ozark. But for like a ten year younger audience, I don't know if that really makes sense. But you have much as Ozark, so does. Well, basically, like Outer Banks is it's a little cheesy. It's actually oh, really yeah, cheesy. It it's one hundred percent cheesy. You got like a twenty seven year old playing a dude who's supposed to be seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the girl, the girl is supposed to be like sixteen. That's not like Greece, where it's like a four year old playing yeah. a high school guy. No, it's not that bad, but it's it's really cheesy. But the the storyline overall is really good, and it, oh, like, yeah. it's the same thing as Ozark. Every episode, you're like, what's gonna happen next? Like, it's really hard to like stop and like go to sleep when you get to the end of the episode. You know, there's some shows that's like, okay, it slowly builds up. This 
between yeah. this and Ozark, like both these shows, like every episode ends on cliffhanger. Especially season two, Outer Banks. Yeah, I mean everyone. This like this one is a lot more like upbeat and like shit's happening every single second of that show. In yeah. Season two. There's Compared no there's no one. time to sit back and relax. Yeah. Yeah, I want. I want to finish. I watch All American right now. That's. Okay. I haven't sure. seen that. But yeah, it's no, pretty yeah. good. It's. I football like the football is like kind of okay. Like there's yeah. good storylines. I've actually Friday seen night. some clips of really really bad. Is that the route, guy the bad route, route running in that show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Nothing can beat Friday Night Lights. That show. Yeah, that's a classic. I, I haven't seen the show. Oh, great! Come if you love football, it's on Netflix. And you love Texas. It's either that. It's yeah. It's on Netflix. Have you all seen the film though? Yes. The film. The mo- movie. A movie. There's a movie. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I've seen the movie, not the show. Okay, watch the show. Mm-hmm. Show great. Yeah, I tell you what, you watch the movie, you watch the show. Okay. Matt Saracen. Get you bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and don't forget um, uh, Vince. Played yeah. by Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. What? Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Really? Three. Yeah, and then um, you know the guy from like Battleship? He was like a big on it. Like, Tim no, Battleship. I love that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, no, not the movie, idiot. <laughs> 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 idiot. Uh, also, you heard Your Honor with Cranston. Oh, I, I think I've heard you talk about it, but I haven't. Yeah, it's about like, the judge here. It's actually filming once. Good shots. I'm like a couple episodes in. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's. Well, we're talking about music. Uh, Quinn Favors. Music, Juice World, G. That is to God, man. He's the guy, man. You know, the first time I heard that guy was back when, I don't know what year it was, but back when Twitter. Uh, Timeline used to be full of like SoundCloud links mm-hmm. of people you've never heard of, you know. And there's one song, "All Girls Are the Same" by Juice World popped up. Mm-hmm. Gave it, to, you know, click on it, get the little link to SoundCloud, go over there, leave, listen. I was like, damn, shit's actually pretty fire. This before he's like anything big. Yeah, it's, it's, he, didn't, he didn't like lose his first album yet. He's like back as little. He's a SoundCloud rapper, and um, so I heard that one first. A couple days later, uh, "Lucid Dreams." Pops up on the timeline. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. same guy, you know? This guy's pretty fire. Give him another listen. Gave it a listen, loved that. And then, you know, sure enough, in due time, dropped his first album. And then, ever since then. I got a question for you. LLJW. Oh, I'm sorry. What's up, man? You done? Yeah, man. What do you think led to his, uh, his demise as you grew? <sighs> Years of addiction? Yeah. Do you think. Took him to the team. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think he. he you know, I wouldn't say he planned it, but I mean, you know, there's all the conspiracies. Most of his songs, yeah, you know, his songs. songs. die young. What, yeah. Did he say this, the same age? He said, "I won't live oh, till yeah. twenty-one." The Twenty-seven Club. We making it past twenty-one. You know. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think he? I, I wouldn't say that night he was like, "I'm gonna." I'm yeah, gonna I'll say to a certain aspect, I wouldn't be like. He's had this day planned, like mm-hmm. for whatever, or this certain trip planned. Yeah. But I could definitely see a certain aspect, but. I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracies going around. Mm-hmm. I remember that day, man. It was early. I saw it, and you were still sleeping. I'm like, dude, I went to wake him up. And I was woken up to the shitty news. You woke him up and told him to. No, I didn't tell him. I love him. Well, I, I was in bed. I, but I, I wasn't out of bed yet. And you no, came in the room and told me. I did? Yes. Uh, I'm like, I was like, shut the fuck up. How'd you? No, I never. It was tough. That was pretty. That is tough. Yeah, That's the, like, like. The first report was like the TMZ the or whatever. TMZ I was like, oh, yeah. bullshit. It's cap. Well, you were there with Cody. Now. I remember that yeah. day. I was that was early morning too. That was like the same thing. I mean, dude, yes. TMZ is fucking on their shit. Okay. I don't know how. Like, like, I wouldn't expect it, but. It's just people leak it. So. Yeah. Yeah, the Kobe one was way too early. Like, yeah, we were doing interviews for our fraternity and we were like in between people. And uh, I saw my phone. 
And I was like, yo, Kobe's dead. And people were like, shut up. No, he's not. I was like, bro, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, it was before, like, any news outlet. It was like, before the police even said it. Bro, TMZ had the Jackson Hayes stuff. I mean, dude, they get... They got they, rats. They pump their yeah. shit out. They got dude. rats. They do. Yeah. How much do they pay, you think? I don't know, uh, but it's got it, it's got to be a stupid amount of money. They I'm going like, to leak this podcast. They're like, like the first yeah. for everything, dude. <laughs> I don't know how. People just wrote, what would be like the top five songs Juice for? Hmm. That's top Let's three. go top three. Let's go top, top three. three. Okay. Just for one artist. Top five songs. All right. Um... We gotta go with the classic. It's gotta be in the top three. All girls are the same. Has to be out there. It's up there. Yeah. I'll try to get. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my favorite off of the albums. Okay. All girls are the same. out there. Um. Maybe the bees knees. It's up there for sure. I don't even know if I heard that one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, there you go. I'm, I'm not. This isn't a, a podcast where I sing songs for you, man. But. <laughs> Say the latest album, top song, man. They all they're all bangers, man. But come and go. No, that's that's like every basic person doesn't really listen to Juice <laughs> that's, that, that's the song they go to. <laughs> that's the Michael Shea song right there. Hey man, I like those. <laughs> oh, I gotta go blood on my jeans, man. Yeah. Too much of a banger. I have to throw it in the top three. Okay. That's it. Was that three? That was three. Okay. Got you. Bottom of jeans, bees, knees, and mm-hmm. all girls and stuff. Yeah. You made a right rich guy, right, Blake? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I lost my shirt. I, I bought a sh- Roddy Red shirt, but I lost it. Sad day. Uh, and <laughs> what, dude? I thought you didn't get on one more. You're like, oh, that's it. Uh, I just lost the shirt. I, you, you, what you, do you, you told me before in the preview, and you're like, oh, I got something to say about Roddy Rich. And then, yeah, he's like, eh, that's five seconds. Uh, you didn't ask me anything. You just said, you know, Roddy Rich. <laughs> All right. But we also, Saints, we got some rappers. We got CD. Oh, T-Stead. CD Deuce. Don't get me started. T Stead on that shit, son. B.O.A. T Stead. So I actually put put all my boys on. Like Pat. No, shout out Pat. Fucking B.O.A. song. He'll bump that every day the rest of his life. He loves that song. Uh, CD got Cartier. Uh, it, was, it was back when, a while ago. And then, you know, I was looking through comments. Uh, they, they put something about on Twitter uh, for Chauncey. And somebody quoted his song. It was Azul by, uh, you know, his name is CD Deuce now. So they quoted his song. I put a few of my boys on that. Shout out Taylor Stevenson. He loves that song. Uh, no, that song's fire. It's only got like 6,000 plays, but it really deserves a lot more, honestly. Um, if if he could get it out, I mean, he's he's not the type of guy that's going to just blow up his his page. I mean, he's a football player, but I mean, honestly, if that song gets out, it's it's stupid. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, one of our four friends we were talking about, Tucker, was his rapper. His name was Chabtoos Wilkerson. <laughs> I, Actually, I let, me, uh, let me correct you, man. It's Wilkinson. Yeah. Wilkinson. Wilkinson, right. It was good stuff. I've listening. Yeah, there's some, there's some heat out there, you know. Uh, I haven't heard the song. Yeah, he hasn't dropped in a while. I don't well, yeah. that, someone, he brought him on stage. Where was it? That was at, uh, I think I was going to say Buku. I wasn't there, but I heard about it. Yeah, someone like, I forgot. Hey, someone brought him on stage? Yes. Yeah, there was. I think it was like in between like people on stage and like some... Somehow, somewhere, he got up on stage and was like rapping one of their songs. He is filming, and I think 
the boo started. Yeah, the, the boo birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's tough, man. He's like, so I've been like, I've had these guys. I mean, he had a good run, though, man. It's a great run. I, yeah. I, was, I used to bump that shit. I mean, yeah, blumpkin on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or was it, um, some, what was the name of the dude? He used to spit back in the day, but yeah, know, man. we've gotten older. Shout out Chris Moreau. Yeah, you know. Good. Yeah. All right, now let's go to our last part, fellas. You know, we like to do the beer games. Y'all are big beer pong guys. Y'all are one of the best to do it. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Great. for a minute there, we were top of the world. Then uh, you switched into you switched to beer guy, which well, you explain the game. Yeah, um, I mean it's a little complicated, but uh, I'll dumb it down real quick. Um, I mean the biggest the biggest skill it takes is eye hand coordination. Um, you know the end goal is to put it in the other team's cup, but that doesn't happen very often. So basically, you're just trying to. Uh, keep the other team from scoring and you know at the same time you want to score as many points if the uh, die hits the ground uh, on their side of the table you get a point if it's their cup and then hits the ground it's two you sink it they have to chug it uh, and it's three points so you know I I, uh, I didn't think this would be something I'd be good at uh, well I never really knew about it until college but you know once I got to college I uh I kind of turned into a, I don't want to brag, but kind of a champion, if you will. <laughs> you uh, want a tournament, right? Yeah, uh, I wanna. I won a few tournaments, but oh, few. Yeah, but I won a one legit tournament um, last year. Got some cups, got some die. Um, Me yeah. on die's life Instagram. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. If you count that as successful, I guess I'm pretty successful. So. All right, pal. Good time. Good shot. Did you? Uh, since the first uh, game you played, you fell in love with it, or? Nah, yo. Um, so I'll give a shot to my boy Quinn. Um, so, I was a big, uh, a big beer pong guy before. Yeah, in high first time story. Two and now? Yeah, you know I'll admit it. I, uh, I, I used to flex all that kind of. Um, Quinn and I uh, sitting across from me. We were pretty good at beer pong. Pretty know? great. Pretty great, man. Yeah, you know, great would be would be the word. Um, but, you know, we win ten games in a night, and you know, if I was uh, if I was more selfless, I wouldn't have posted on my story. But you know, I li- I kind of like to kind of like the flex in high school, so you know. We do not care. Yeah, I understand that. But <laughs> Quinn and I were uh, were kind of nasty. We you know we we would just just put people to shame. But you know that love for beer pong that I had turned into a love for beer dye, and it turns out I'm way better at beer dye. Uh, than beer pong so you know here we are you know Quinn still running it uh, back at LSU in, uh, in beer pong do not go against guy once one cup he will kill you every time they call hey, him man, uh, I do me man I'm not a big talker I'm a silent killer you know I like to let the, let the game do the talking you know who would you say you mimic your if you had described as an NBA player like as your player NBA player Damian Lillard yeah, it's always, it's always time. Cold blooded killer. It's always, always tip time, you know. It's always damn time. <laughs> when there's one cup, it's fucking tip time, bud. Like, Absolutely. It's over. So many times put, we had you on the ropes that goddamn last cup. Big thing is, man, it's a, it's a mental game, you know. No matter how many cups you're down by, how many cups you're up by, can't change your attitude toward the game. The BP gods know, you know. Start talking shit, the game's going to bite you in the ass. Gotta be a cold blooded killer. 
man that never speaks, you know, killer of the night. That's all I can think about my game, man. I agree with that. This guy's a straight, cold blood, you know. You, you look at him, you're, you got one cup left. I guess probably over. You should give up. But, you know, the thing that I love about Beard Eye is that, you know, you can talk shit up like 2-1, down 6-0. It doesn't matter. Um, you talk shit. If you're better, you're going to win. Um, you know, obviously with beer pong, it's not the same. There's not much skill involved. I mean, you're throwing a ball at a cup. Um, it's going to go in a lot of the times. Sometimes it won't. But with beer die, you, you got to have the skills. And, you know, um, it's a lot, at least for me, um, it's a lot easier to, to talk that shit um, when you have the skills than it is in, uh, in beer pong where, you know, some random girl at a frat party could come up and just destroy you. And your whole night, man. Yeah, no, she just ends it. And you're just like, wow, I lost to this random girl. What's her name? Yeah, like it doesn't matter. But in beard eye, if you have the skills, you're down 6-7-0. I mean, if you're that good, you probably won't be down that much. But it doesn't matter. You're going to win. Remember kind of like the crazy rules you play, like electricity? Like that's, electricity uh, is like... The, the evolution of the game from high school or college is... Well, electricity is like, if he has like three cups, you get in like one game, you get three like, cups. Uh, like if it bounces around the cups, or whatever cups it hits are also pulled. So yeah, I mean, you I mean, could... I mean, in a hypothetical situation, if the ball were to bounce around all ten cups, electricity game over. We'll smile <laughs> yeah. later. Next yeah. game. Who's next? It's right up there with Jesus Cup. I mean, I think I've seen Jesus Cup. I've, that is amazing. I have, I've had the Jesus Cup done on me multiple times. Was one, one is one was uh, actually a, a previous um, member of the podcast, uh, Ethan Jones. <laughs> Jesus Cup me one time, man. I believe that was on a spring break. Yeah, he's probably not making it, but I mean, the thing is, beard eye, you, you're not getting lucky. Big thing also, about there's also you go. Big thing about beard dye that I like is more of a defensive game, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got you got you got to always be on your toes. Whereas in like BP, you can play defense. You take the bounce. I personally don't play defense because I like have respect. So beer eyes, you respect for the game. You don't you know? drink enough. That's a problem. It's a gentleman's game. You drink as much as you want. Like, yeah, man. If you so want, they're not. If you want to down a beer game, have at it. Down I'm two too beers focused a game, have in the, at the it. game. Like defense. Like, if, said, like that's the thing, man. It's like that's why I love beard eye too. It's like if you don't want to get drunk. You don't have to beer, beer pong. They make ten cups. You're you gotta drink that shit. But you know you're playing beer die, and it's like wow, we're playing from like eleven a.m. to like eight p.m. I mean shit, you drink as much as you want, and the only time you have to drink is if they sink. But that doesn't come very often. So you know I literally they talk about gentlemen's games and a lot of games we play. But I think beer die is the most gentleman game you can ever come across. Can I say, do you want the story or not? It's about like when you called a certain person, it wasn't who it was. You can say if not, but I know some people might listen. It's when you called Maddie. Oh, you yeah. Say that? <laughs> I guess I can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, because I, no, 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 no. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't trouble. No, no. Uh, well, shout out mom if you listen to this. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you a secret here. I'll send it to Gina later. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I was there's there's a, a rule in uh, in beard eye where if you sink your own cup or one of your partners sinks your own cup, uh, you have a couple options here. You can uh, run a naked lap around the premises, uh, which usually is not the ideal case. Uh, number two, you can order a pizza, 
for everyone that's there. So let's say there's 20 people there, you're probably ordering four or five pizzas. And I'll say number number three, uh, you have to call your mom and tell her that you're a bitch. So language. <laughs> excuse me, mom. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> I was uh, I was struggling. And I think it was uh, end of freshman year, beginning of sophomore year, something like that. Uh, I was struggling in school. I hadn't got the scholarship that I needed yet. Beer die addiction, man. Yeah, no. So <laughs> beer die university. The boys were out, and uh, we were playing beer die, and I was like, "All right, let's go." So uh, this had this was not my fault, but anyway, I was playing beer die, and my partner, who actually just ended up uh, leaving uh, the house I was living at, and he's going to Sam Houston. Shout out, Perk. Uh, he, he tossed a die, you know. High as hell, and it ended up landing in my cup. So he had to call my mom and tell her that uh, he's a bitch. And, uh, you know, like I said, I wasn't supposed to be drinking at this point. I mean, it was a Friday, so I feel less bad about it. But uh, the, one of my recent calls was Maddie Murette. Shout out to. Shout out, shout out. Is there. That's but, a good uh, from, by the way. Yeah, Tip's girlfriend. No, no relationship. Love the gal, love the gal. <laughs> but uh, one of my recent calls was her. I don't know why she called me, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, and she, uh, so I just called her because I couldn't call my mom. So I'm calling her and I like hide. I put my hand over the, like, you know, the name or whatever. And one of the dudes on the other team walks up. Is like, yeah, I'm a bitch. And I was like, yeah, he's a bitch. <laughs> and, and I was like, man, just pretend like you're my mom. And she's like, yeah, for sure. And so she just answers the call, you know, like a like a mom would. She's like, what, what are you doing right now? And uh, all this shit. So luckily, the other team believed that it was my mom. And uh, we survived. But, yeah, that, that's definitely an interesting rule. And I survived uh, that, that attempt, at least. All right, that's great, man. Now, hey, we're out of time. Thank you all for coming on. It was a great episode. Stay tuned for a later uh, episode this week. Everyone have a great week. Peace and love. And let's go!